I hate him. This is a psychopath. He will have committed other crimes. Branded a killer by a jury and not for the first time. Today's verdict confirms Peter Tobin as one of Britain's most prolific criminals. A man who, motivated by sexual desire, is now known to have murdered at least three women. Hello and welcome to There's Been a Murder, a true crime podcast. I'm your host, Abby McEwan. On today's show, we'll be looking into the crimes of Peter Tobin, a name that strikes fear and hatred into people's minds. He is one of Scotland's most prolific serial killers who murdered and raped multiple women from 1991 to 2006. He avoided arrest for most of his criminal career, however, is now serving three life sentences at Her Majesty's Prison in Edinburgh, where he remains incarcerated to this day. So let's take a look at this cold killer. Born Peter Britton Tobin on the 27th of August 1946 in Johnston, Renfrewshire, a small town around 12 miles from Glasgow city centre. He was the second oldest of eight children and had a very troubled childhood. Often he and his siblings would fight aggressively with one another, without much parental guidance. Due to this, when Tobin was seven years old, he was sent to an improved school for his disruptive and concerning nature. Even though his childhood had scarred him, Tobin matured into a smart and handsome man and around age 22, after frequenting the Barrowlands, a nightclub in Glasgow City Centre, Peter met his soon-to-be first wife, Margaret Mounty, who was barely 17 at the time. After many encounters, the pair decided to date and eventually married in 1969. After marriage, they moved to Brighton, Sussex and lived a seemingly peaceful life. However, in 1971, after two short years of marriage, they split and divorced. Tobin's second wife was 30-year-old nurse Sylvia Jeffries, whom he married in 1973. She later gave birth to the first of Tobin's children, a son and daughter. The daughter, however, died shortly after birth and this took a toll on Tobin, who became increasingly violent resulting in a breakdown in their relationship and eventually their divorce in 1976. Jeffries gained full custody of their young son and left. His third and final wife was Kathy Wilson. She was 16 years old when she gave birth to Tobin's second son. She married him two years after the birth of their son in 1989. The family then moved to Bathgate and within a year, Wilson had decided to divorce Tobin leaving him in the family home and moving to her hometown of Portsmouth with her young son. All of Tobin's ex-wives gave statements after his arrest, stating that they fell for a charming and well-dressed man who later became violent and sadistic within their relationship. In late 2006, Tobin was employed at St Patrick's Roman Catholic Church in Glasgow. He worked as the church's handyman under the name Pat McLaughlin. The name was used to avoid detection as he was on the violent and sex offenders list, following a conviction of rape and assault on two 14-year-old girls. In 1993, Tobin, who was 47 at the time, had lured the young girls into his apartment where he held them at knife point and forced them to consume strong alcohol and pills. Once they were intoxicated, he proceeded to rape them. One of the girls had stated that she remembered waking up to find that she was lying on the ground with her pants around her ankles and her trousers on the other side of the room. Tobin had already fled, leaving the girls alone in the apartment. 
He was later found and convicted and sentenced to five years in prison in September of 1994. Going under the pseudonym Pat McLaughlin, he was able to work and live in Glasgow. This is where he met 23-year-old Angelica Cluck, a Polish student who was living and working in the chapel house of the church where Tobin was employed. She worked there as a cleaner to help fund her studies at university. On the days leading up to the 29th of September, Angelica had not been seen. She had missed several days of work and her employer and family were starting to get worried. And on the 27th of September, Angelica's sister Anita reported her missing and appealed for information on her sister's whereabouts. Not even a day later, news broke about Pat McLaughlin's real identity and he was confirmed to be the rapist Peter Tobin. After the news broke about Tobin, the police wasted no time in searching the church and surrounding areas. This was when they made a gruesome discovery. A body had been hidden beneath the church where Angelica was last seen, yet it had not been confirmed to be that of the students. Not until the 1st of October when the police released a statement saying that the body they had found was in fact that of Angelica Clucks. Tobin was later located after fleeing and arrested in suspicion with a murder. Forensic evidence done on the body showed that she was most likely still alive when she was put under the floorboards but after being beaten, raped and stabbed multiple times, she eventually succumbed to her injuries and passed away, some time after being concealed under the floorboards. Tobin was quickly put on trial and it didn't take long for him to be convicted of the rape and murder of the student. Despite his plea that yes, he was having sex with Angelica Cluck, but they were in a consensual relationship, the jury still found him guilty, taking only four hours to reach their verdict and on May 4th, 2007, Tobin was given a minimum of 21 years in prison for the murder of Angelica Clark. However, this wouldn't be the last time Tobin would stand trial. As a month later, in June of 2007, more shocking news came to light. After being convicted of the murder of Angelica Clark, the police were still suspicious of Tobin. The severity and way in which he murdered the Polish student suggested this was not his first crime. This theory led them to 50 Irving Drive, a house in Margate, Kent. The public were unaware at the time that the house had previously been occupied by rapist and murderer Peter Tobin. During the police search, they made a grisly discovery in the back garden of the home. They had found the remains of a young girl buried under the sand pit that Tobin had built for his youngest son. The discovery sent shockwaves through the community and many wondered the identity of the body. After a lengthy post-mortem, the body was identified to be that of 15-year-old Vicky Hamilton's. A young girl who was last seen on February 10th, 1991, waiting to change buses in Bathgate. She had been visiting her sister Sharon, who lived in Livingston. A few days after Vicky's disappearance, Tobin was believed to have left Bathgate for unknown circumstances. On the 4th of November 2007, the police released a statement stating that they had charged a man in connection with Vicky's murder. The man was Peter Tobin. It was stated that Tobin's DNA was found on the sheets which Vicky Hamilton was wrapped up in and the victim's purse which was also found buried along with her body. It didn't take long for Tobin to be convicted and sentenced and on the 2nd of December 2008, Peter Tobin gained another life sentence of 30 years in prison. But this was far from the end. Another hit came to the community just two days after finding Vicky Hamilton's body. The police made another startling discovery, a second body. 
The body was later identified to be that of Dina McNichols, an 18-year-old girl who was last seen on the 5th of August 1991. She had been hitchhiking home from a music festival in Lipput, Hampshire, with a male friend. Her friend had been dropped off at Junction 8 of the M25 near Rhinegate, and Dina had stayed in the car. This was the last time her friend saw her. Shortly after her disappearance, withdrawals of £250 were being taken from her bank account at different cash points along the south coast of the UK. This was suspicious as those that knew her said this was out of character for Dina and that she had previously told friends that she wanted to use the money to travel and help fund her education. Her case went cold until the murder of Angelica Clark when new evidence was found and all leads went straight to Peter Tobin who had just been convicted of the murder of Vicky Hamilton, the first body found in, in his Margate home. Both girls had been drugged and sexually assaulted and Vicky's body had been severed in two. His trial started on June of 2009, yet he was found not fit to sign trial at that moment. And it wasn't until December 14th, 2009, that he was convicted of the 18-year-old's murder. It took less than 15 minutes for the jury to find him guilty and Peter received his third life sentence in four years for the murder of Angelica Clark, Vicky Hamilton and Dina McCall. In 2010, the fathers of Vicky Hamilton and Dina McNichol wrote a letter to the serial killer demanding an explanation as to why he chose to brutally murder their daughters and give them some answers so they could have closure for their daughter's murders. The letter was read aloud for news broadcasters by Vicky Hamilton's father, Michael Hamilton. Hi, it's Michael Hamilton here, and Ian McNichol here. I wrote to you when you are in Belmar Zeal, Peter. You never replied to my letter, so here is another one. I still would like you to tell me how you got my daughter, Vicky Hamilton, into your care. Well, I can only think you used your son as bait. I say that word, bait. That is ridiculous. To get your own needs. And this stands for Dynamo Nickel and Angelica Cluke as well. You're not even man enough to admit what you've done to these three girls. The amount of suffering they went through. So come on, Peter, stand up and be a man and admit to the police what you have done. Listen to me calling you a man when there is not even a word in the dictionary to describe you. So if you can't read this, like the last time I wrote you, Maybe that is because you were too busy out killing women instead of learning to read and write. So come on, Peter, ask the governor for pen and paper and get someone to help you. Tobin has been in prison for almost 13 years and during his incarceration he has reportedly admitted to his psychiatrist that he has killed over 48 women, which would make him one of the world's deadliest serial killers. But to this day, Peter Tobin has never given any closure to the families of his victims as to why he chose to take their lives, and probably never will. Yet the victims and their families get some closure knowing that this cold-hearted killer will spend the rest of his remaining years behind bars. Thank you for listening and tune in next time to learn more about the horror house that is 38 Sheepburn Road.